1: Good Risings, I'm Liz Earnshaw and this is Hash It Out. Today I am joined by my friend and colleague, Lindsay Bauer, who is a licensed marriage and family therapist. She works with people to help them connect to their mind and body, and specifically specializes in working with those embarking on fertility treatments and dealing with infertility issues. She owns a private practice, cardiology in Pennsylvania, and she's here with us this week to answer listener questions about how infertility or pregnancy and pregnancy loss and impact a relationship. Thank
0: you so much for joining us, Lindsay. Hi, I'm excited to be here and I can't thank you enough for having me as a guest. is awesome. I am really excited to
1: talk to you today and I know that the audience is excited to hear you too. So I'm going to read you our first question that we got from listeners. We got a lot of questions and the first question is, What do I do when family and friends won't stop giving me unsolicited advice after pregnancy loss?
0: So very common question and a huge topic actually for people who are going through any type of fertility journey, infertility issues, pregnancy loss, but also just in our everyday life, I feel like we get unsolicited advice. One of my biggest things is I think about why do people give advice when we're going through pain? And I think a huge piece of this is our pain brings up their pain, whether it's they have been through something similar and now that we might be going through it, their their own journey has been triggered or their own emotional trauma has been triggered. So that's one piece of this. Also, I think If your parents or loved ones are giving you the unsolicited advice, I think it's because they want you to be happy. They genuinely just want your pain to go away. And that's not how things work. So I personally like to say, this is really hard on me, right? So what I'm going through may not be your experience. And if for a moment we could just be present in what I'm going through and if You want to talk about what it was like for you. If you want to talk about what you would do, that's fine, but that's a separate conversation. But again, I think that's up to you, the person who's suffering from this pregnancy loss. How much do you want to hold that space for them? Right, so if you're getting unsolicited advice and you primarily want to draw a boundary for them and don't want to get into what their experience is like, I would simply say I'm not looking for advice right now and could really just use a listening ear. So prefacing what you need in that moment is really helpful.
1: Yeah, and I like what you said about how even though this question is related to pregnancy loss, that this is something that people experience, I think, whenever they're going through a challenging time. I, mm-hmm was just talking with someone who's going through a divorce and it was the same type of question. What do I do about all of this unsolicited advice I'm getting from my friends? And one thing that came up, and I'm wondering if either in your personal life or just in your practice, you've seen this, but I thought this was interesting, was that the unsolicited advice often feels very extreme as well. So Mm. for example, it's not... Hey, let's talk about what would work for you. You know, are there options here around, you know, what would feel good in your situation? It's very black or white often. Mm -hmm. So, something like, why don't you just start the fertility treatments? Or Mm -hmm. you should just adopt. I'm thinking of the type of advice that would come up around pregnancy loss. Or why don't you just dive into a hobby? With the divorce (laughs) example, it was things like, you need to just leave move out next week, it's time to hire a divorce lawyer, get them out of the house. And that sometimes just the fact that it feels so black and white Mm -hmm. and it doesn't feel like it understands the nuance. I think that
0: part adds a lot of the pressure too. 100%. I mean, think about like, let's say you do actually want advice and someone says something extreme like that. Well, wait, I'm not ready for that. So then it's kind of, it starts to diminish or even overwhelm any type of solution for you. So it kind of takes away from your ability to then cope or manage. Yeah. Yeah, that's such a good point.
1: Yeah, and I think it's like, oh, you don't understand my situation. Mm -hmm. If you're telling me just to respond to my pregnancy loss by adopting, then you're not understanding how much grief there is here, or you're not understanding how much of a dream has been taken away and
0: it's not just about like the action it's about wanting to be understood right and it's taken away from the present moment and that kind of what I was saying earlier is I think it's really hard for people to sit in pain I think it's hard for people to be present in pain and a pregnancy loss is a tragedy I mean that's huge so if you're telling someone their psyche their their own trauma their own way of dealing with things might jump to the solution, and that solution might be extreme, it might be far-fetched, and it could also just be unhelpful completely. What I've been working on personally is when somebody is quick to give advice or solutions, I say, actually, that's not very helpful for me right now. Being in my pain is helpful, as weird as that sounds. Yoga, meditation is helpful for me right now. Actually, if you could just say that sucks, that would be helpful for me right now.
1: I love that. And I think that's a great place for us to end this episode Mm -hmm. because one thing I talk a lot about in this show is relational awareness. People will often ask things like, what should I do when I get unsolicited advice? How do I communicate with my friends and family? But I think the advice needs to go to the friends and family. There's not much that this person can do other than say, hey, that's not helpful. But what we can do is we can hopefully have a listener right now who's the friends and family of someone going through this that will hear what Lindsay just said, which is the things that you can do are to allow the person to feel pain, connect with the person on what feels helpful to them, Mm -hmm. listen, ask them questions, follow their lead. And Mm -hmm. if you're able to do those things, that actually feels much more supportive most of the time than just throwing solutions or avoiding the conversation at all. Awesome. Thank you so much for, for being here with us today. And I can't wait to talk to you tomorrow. I'm Liz Earnshaw and you can find me at Liz Listens. Thank you for listening to Good Risings. If you enjoy this podcast, please let us know by leaving a review. We love hearing from you. Until next time, love on your loved ones. And when that gets hard, tune in to me to learn how to hash it out. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.